Welcome to the Verite Podcast. My name is Sheena Souza, and I am honored to share my truth with you. The truth as I know it, what I have discovered and am discovering along this journey of life. Some will be universal truths, and some will be entirely subjective. But my hope is that as you listen to this, you will discover your own truths as we are all living and loving and learning together. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about capacity and more specifically, our capacity to handle things emotionally, our to-do list, getting things done, accomplishing our goals. And I have watched my capacity explode over the last few years, just completely expand for a number of different reasons. And I want to go back to something that my father actually taught me when I was in college. And I never forgot it. And it's, I believe it's so true. And I think that it can help people who are stuck, who are feeling like they aren't getting done what they want to get done. They aren't accomplishing their goals. And I believe this will help you. So back in the day, a long time ago, when I was in college, I, I went to uh, Vanguard University down in Southern California, Newport Beach area. And my first semester, I took 12 units. And I didn't really know what I wanted to major in. I was kind of thinking theology, kind of thinking biblical studies, and just not really sure. So I was like, I'll just take 12 units. And you guys... I got nothing done. I had so much time on my hands. I literally got nothing done. I got the worst grades I've ever gotten, ever. I got a C (laughs) in one class, and I was procrastinating all the time and staying up late and just not feeling accomplished. And so... The next semester, I was doing I was doing a long distance relationship. By the way, I was with uh, my husband, who I'm with now, and we had met in I was in high school at the time. And when I went away to college, you know, that first semester it was just it was really hard. And I was like, gosh, all I want to do is be a wife and a mom. And you know, I had expressed that growing up. My parents knew that when I was in high school and they said, my dad specifically said, Sheena, cool. You want to go be a wife and a mom? You want to be a pastor's wife? Cool. Which I'm not, by the way, (laughs) which I don't want to be, but, but I did then. And he, he said, awesome, but I will not pay for a wedding until you have a legitimate bachelor's degree not a little certificate in theology or counseling, not a little, you know, not an AA, at the very least a bachelor's degree. Because I want to know that if something were to happen to your family, to your husband, that you can stand on your own two feet, you can earn a living, and you can take care of yourself. And at the time, I didn't understand it. But looking back, I mean, it's genius. It's just, it's really sage, sound, wise advice. 
And so, again, me not really caring about that at the time, and all I wanted to do was get married and, and uh, you know, live with my boyfriend, <laughs> I, I said, okay, fine, I'll do it really quickly. I'll get my bachelor's degree really quickly. And so my sister had graduated from college in three years. She took a lot of classes and saved some money in student loans. And so the competitive nature in me, because I'm a middle child, she was older, and the competitive nature in me said, I can do it in two. (laughs) And so after that first semester, when I finally got my stuff together and my wits about me, I was like, I'm going to graduate in two years. And so I took, on average, I don't know, 40 units a semester over the next, that year and a half, and simultaneously went to about 11 different colleges (laughs) in a year and a half, and while still going to Vanguard, the main university, but taking um, other courses and online courses and other uh, other community colleges and just kind of mixing it all together. And it was like a paperwork nightmare. It was, it was, uh, it was a lot. However, I got stuff done, you guys. I got a job. I was teaching piano and voice to, I don't know, 20 different families in Newport Beach, maybe 25. I was planning a wedding. I was getting my degree. I was planning a a, a wedding long distance, mind you, right? There was a lot of moving pieces and parts, and I did it all. I went into college at 18, got engaged at 19, graduated magna cum laude with my bachelor's of science in psychology at 20, and then got married one month later. And any time I would call my dad or, you know, a little bit overwhelmed or whatever, He would always remind me, Sheena, the more you have on your plate, the more you get done. And it's so true. That first semester, I took 12 units, had no job, had no like goal, no, I was just wandering aimlessly. Guys, I got nothing done. I was, I was lazy. I was not accomplished. I was procrastinating all the time because I didn't have enough to do. And so now again, take this with a grain of salt. Balance obviously is needed in life. I'm not saying like work yourself to death and overwhelm yourself to the point where you cannot move. But I think, I think there's a lot of us who could be doing a lot more if we put more on our plates. Because you get better at time management. You get better at saying no to things that really don't matter. You get, you get better at, you know, putting Netflix down, setting it aside, and doing some things that actually are worthwhile and meaningful. And uh, you become a better organizer of your life and your decisions. And I've seen... Since then, I've even seen my capacity to handle things emotionally expand after living in Haiti. Because here's the thing, when you, when you grow up 
you know, in this beautiful American life, which I am grateful for. I know a lot of times it may seem like I'm not grateful for it because it's it's hard to see. It's hard to live with now knowing how other people live. But I am grateful for sure. But it's it's emotionally easy when you grow up not experience, experiencing a lot of struggles and a lot of turmoil. And when you go through life that way and then one big thing happens, you're not prepared for it. And it can easily just throw someone into a full-on depression, um, you know, want to just be in a cave and and put the covers over their head. But in the same manner, when you experience emotional thing after thing, death after death, trauma after trauma, somehow it expands your capacity to handle things. And if, if you allow it, I'm not saying for everybody, but if you allow it to, you are able to really look at things and deal with them effectively, quickly, thoroughly, and carry on. And someone, I can't remember who it was, someone said to me a couple weeks ago, Sheena, obviously God did not want what happened to you, you know, back in May with, with that man. God did not want that to happen. And I wouldn't want that to happen to anyone in our community, at any yoga studio, whatever. I wouldn't want that to happen. However, if it was going to happen to any woman there, I'm glad it happened to you because you are able to handle it protect the west, the the west protect the rest of the women in that community because he's no longer there and not allow it to crumble you to defeat you to change the course of your emotional life to stay in shame pain torment over it if it was going to happen to anyone, I'm glad it happened to you. And I and I never I never drew that correlation. And when she said it, it made a lot of sense to me. And honestly, some gratitude came over my heart because, again, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. You guys, obviously, wouldn't wish it on anyone. But I certainly wouldn't wish it on someone who it would destroy. And it does, you guys. It destroys a lot of women. After that last uh, that last podcast episode, the uh, delete didn't happen one, there were many, many women who reached out and saying it tormented, you know, their experience, it tormented them for years. Suicide attempts, uh, breakdowns, emotional um, um, hospitalizations, and so I'm not, I'm not saying all this to, again, not a pat on the back. However, I do believe that the ability to handle things in a healthy way 
can stem from so much going wrong (laughs) and you either choose to handle it or you let it destroy you. And, And Haiti reinforced that in me that, okay, I am of no use to anyone if I just fall apart on the floor. Okay, another child has died in our care and I'm going to grieve and we are all going to cry and sit in silence together and feel it, but I cannot let it destroy me or cripple me. If I did, I would have stopped serving in Haiti a long time ago. Same thing for every person there. They would have stopped serving a long time ago. It's not that you build up a hard heart because the deaths do affect you. The violence does affect you. But your capacity to handle it expands. And your capacity to handle other people's emotions and traumas also expand. My heart is so blown wide open for people who have trauma. And I'm not saying create trauma or pain so that you get like a, you know, your capacity expands. I guess I'm just saying allow it. Allow it in. And and that's on the emotional side, right? On the going back to the goal the lists, the priorities, the whatever you want to do in life. If you're feeling stuck, add some more to your plate, guys. Add some more meaningful things to your plate and you will be surprised how much you get done. And if you feel like your emotional capacity needs to expand and isn't what it should be or could be, probably shouldn't use the word should, but isn't what you want it to be, Just move to Haiti (laughs) or any other developing nation. Your heart will expand. Your capacity, your emotional capacity will expand. Your physical stamina will expand. Like, I just can't say it enough, guys. Just get up and move for an extended period of time. Yes, one week, volunteer trips, humanitarian trips, missions trips, those are great. And they have have a, a specific purpose for sure. But gosh... It just can't even scratch the surface of how it would change your life, your outlook on life, your capacity, your heart, your capabilities. One week in a developing nation doesn't do that. Moving there does. So <laughs> there's that. I'm always, I'm always going to be an advocate for people leaving. Yes, come back. That's what we do. We come back. But go, go out and see how the world lives. Expand your heart. Expand your, your, your abilities. Discover your abilities. Guys, I didn't know all the things that I was capable of until I moved to Haiti. I had no idea. They were buried in there. But they are brought out and tested and sharpened in a place like that where you are stripped of all your comforts and you have to rely on other things. <laughs> So anyways, all that to say, you guys, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful that my capacity has expanded and it keeps expanding. 
And again, not that I'm wanting to bring pain into my life. It may sound like this is a masochist thing. I'm not wanting that. I'm just saying I'm grateful for it. I'm really, really grateful for it because I would not be the strong woman that I am today without all of that. So either go move to Haiti or third world country (laughs) or put some more things on your plate and expand your capacity and watch and see what happens. 